What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot, a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the episode, we will be talking about some adventures in hunting. We got some uh, pops releasing tomorrow to Target, uh, which will be the uh, 28th of June. Got five pops coming in uh, at Target. Uh, and then we got a uh, Han Solo Millennium Falcon kind of like pop ride that is coming out. Um, did they say if that's an Amazon exclusive? It is an Amazon exclusive. It is? Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Um, and then we also got another Amazon exclusive, which is a Prime exclusive, and that is a SpongeBob one. We'll go into more detail in, with that when we get to that. Um, and then we got another two uh, Star Wars pops announced for San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, we got Green Chrome Yoda as well as Green Chrome Boba Fett. Uh, and then we got Dapper Jack Skellington, which will be going to Hot Topic. And then for the last one, we got the uh, Disney Parks Rocket, which will be coming out this weekend. So we'll be going more into details about those. Uh Blu-rays, really nothing coming out this week um, that we're uh, interested in. There's really no big titles. Um, next week, though, uh, there will be, uh, I'd say, a somewhat big title coming out, but we'll go into more detail next time. Uh, with Through the Wall, uh, it was just announced today. We got some uh, casting with Ghostbusters. Uh, got some uh, news with Salma Hayek. Did I announce her last name right? I think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score for the for Spider-Man: Far From Home, so we'll be talking about that. Um, and then with this week's sneak peeks, uh, we'll be talking about the first trailer for the new Charlie's Angels. We both got some things to say about that. Uh, and then we'll be introducing a new segment. We just don't have a name for it yet. Uh, hopefully by next time we will. Uh, we'll be going over the top five box office from this past weekend. Uh, and then our main event of the evening will be our breakdown of the 2019 remake of Child's Play. Hell yes. Yes. So what do you say we get started? Let's do it. All right. So with Pops, we got a couple of Target exclusives coming out. We actually got quite a lot. Uh, with those, we got uh, some uh, classic ones from American history. Uh, we got Abraham Lincoln, which is one I definitely want to try to get. Uh, that's the one that I'm actually the most after with this uh, release. Uh, then we got Uncle Sam, which looks awesome. I definitely want him as well. And then I want to say you looked up her name last and time. And I forgot it. <laughs> oh, great. Good job, Caleb. <laughs> Um, but it's the girl from the poster that has her arm, you know, showing her bicep. And the poster always says, does it say you can do it or we can do it? You can do it. It's you can do it? Okay. Pretty sure. Yeah. So I know Caleb's after that. I don't the... know. You don't even know your American history. My, I just don't know my history in general. <laughs> <laughs> it's not America specific. <laughs> I know my mythology, but I don't know my history. All right, fair. What grade did you get in history in high school? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Fair. Let's right. see. I want to say I averaged a B. I only got a C because of the mythology section. Oh, okay. 
All right, next, uh, excuse me. Uh, next up, besides those, we got the uh, Spider-Man Far From Home exclusive, where he's in the stealth suit, but the eyes are lift, so you see Peter Parker's eyes. And now looking at this, it kind of looks a little weird. Looking at this closely. Really? I don't really know if I want this one. If the eyes flip down, that would be pretty cool. I doubt they do. I, I don't know. They might. You can dream, can't you? That's Shit. <laughs> I mean, you can. Uh, I don't know. They might. I I, we'll fi- I guess we'll find out, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, And then the last one for this line that's releasing. Well, it's not a line, but for this release, uh, we got the uh, 10-inch SpongeBob SquarePants. And I want it, but his look is kind of terrifying. It's just because of the black eyes. Like, if it was this classic, you know, like, white, blue eyes, it'd be fine. But I don't know. Those, those black eyes just... I think if you were to change those eyes, though, that would be even more terrifying. That's true. He's looking like Coraline over here. Yeah, no shit. Well, that's just how the pops look. I know, but... But I, I think they I, I mean, think they got a lot better. Maybe it's the eyelashes. It's probably the eyelashes. Yeah. We should Photoshop them without the eyelashes and see if that fixes it. We should. Yeah, because that, yeah, that might fix it. I think the pops got like a lot less like stare into your soul since they started adding eyebrows. Oh, they definitely did. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so grateful that Funko decided to add eyebrows. Um, and then so after those releases, we got the Han Solo in the Millennium Falcon uh, Amazon exclusive, which will be a whopping. Caleb, do you want to guess how much it's going to be? I think Brielle told me this. Isn't it in the 60s? Sure is. 65? Yeah, that's oh. right. 64.99. Bloody hell. It's cool, but it's not worth that. No. Um, <laughs> no, it is not. But it's not sold out. It's still available. Yeah, because it's 65 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you got a point there. Um, but it doesn't release until October 21st. It's kind of weird, but... Yeah, that's like a real early announcement. Well, this uh, this next one that we're going to talk about, which is the SpongeBob Fun uh, Pop, that will, is a uh, Amazon Prime exclusive, which I already pre-ordered because this is just too great. It's uh, SpongeBob with his hands out uh, with the, the words fun in front of him and then Plankton sitting in the U, and it's just fantastic, and I love this. Um, and this one's actually not really releasing until November 15th. Funny how what is up with these early releases? I don't know, but I mean, I'm just glad that I secured one. Now I just got to pray that it comes in good condition. <laughs> if they ship it like they did with the Amazon exclusive Buzz and War Machine, then I'll be fine because that they actually shipped that in with a box inside a box. So keep doing that, Amazon, because it's working. Uh, and then next up, we got the uh, new, the latest exclusives to be announced for san diego comic-con we got green chrome yoda which will be going to fye and then green chrome boba fett which will be going to amazon green chrome yoda sounds really cool i I think boba fett actually looks cooler in green i don't know i think it looks cooler than the gold one that they did i never liked boba fett kind of sucks I like him better than Django Fett. 
True that. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Uh, but He's sucking runs in the family. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Um, I don't plan on picking up either of those though. It's not. It's not my forte. Yeah. Well, I only have like a few Star Wars ones, and none of them I bought for myself. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, that's true. You didn't. Yeah, I yeah. have Supreme Leader Snoke. Yep. I forgot his name because he's really forgettable. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I got him and one of those red guards from my brothers for my birthday last year. Yeah, last year. Then you gave me Han Solo and Leia. Yep. And the yeah, Walgreens the exclusive... And the wait, so I gave you the Walgreens exclusive Han Solo, and then the uh, Walmart exclusive Leia, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I uh, I don't know. I love that Walgreens exclusive so much. I don't know. I just love that outfit. Yeah, it's pretty badass. All right. Uh, next up, we got the X Men, eighty year release, um, pops, which there are four in this line. We got Cyclops, we got Beast, we got Angel, and then is that Jean Grey, or who is that? I'm pretty sure that's Jean Grey, yeah. Okay. Uh, the only one that I really want out of this one that I will fight someone for is that Cyclops, because that one looks badass. I want Beast. I've always been a fan of that, the first class Beast. That one does look really cool. I have to admit. What about Angel. Let me see Angel. Angel looks really cool, but not one that I think I'd pick up. All right, that's fair. What if he was just like a common? He wasn't exclusive and you could catch him for a good deal? Then probably, yeah. Okay. Uh, What about Jean Grey? Jean Grey, I think I would only get if I got Cyclops. And it would be the same situation with Cyclops. I'd need a good deal on him. All right, that's fair. All right, next up after that, we got um, uh, some Santa Claus uh, pops that are coming out uh, from the uh, Disney's The Santa Claus movie. Uh, we got him when he's, I don't remember the scene. He's in his like red, like, one, is it a onesie? It's like a jumpsuit. Okay, it's a jumpsuit. And I think that's like his first like Santa Claus experience. I think he was putting up the lights and got tangled up in them. I don't remember that scene. I haven't seen the original Santa Claus for a really long time, so mm. I might be remembering I mean, it's that a wrong. cool pop, you know, he's wrapped in a Christmas lights. Oh, I'm freaking dumb. That's what that's what he was wearing on the cover of the first movie. Oh yeah. Dude, I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid too. I didn't even catch on to that. Uh, but no, it's it's a really cool pop. And then uh, this one is kind of when uh, this one mostly reminds me of the second one, because I think he wore that outfit mostly in the second one, or was the third one? I don't remember. I, I him. think that one was the third. Yeah, the nice little uh, snowflake sweater. Yes. Considering I actually really enjoyed the third one a lot. Um, the third one was really good. It was. Um, I think it gets a little too much hate. So that's probably the one that I would actually want the most out of the two. Um, but they got to give me a Martin Short as Jack Frost. 
Oh, absolutely. Please. I loved him as Jack Frost. And then an exclusive with him as Jack Frost's uh, Santa Claus? Yes. That would be freaking sweet. That would be awesome. Uh, And then next up, we got the uh, dapper Jack Skellington, which will be going to Hot Topic. Um, I don't collect Jack Skellington pops, so I probably won't get it, but it's a cool-looking pop. It's really cool. Yeah, it's definitely a real cool looking pop. Um, but yeah, uh, this and is for the diamond edition, isn't it? I don't know if it is actually. Because isn't it? Oh yeah, it is actually. Yes, it yeah. is. My bad. Yeah, it is. Good job. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then lastly, we got the uh, Disney Parks exclusive rocket, which will be coming out this weekend, I believe. Well, yeah, this weekend, which will be the twenty eighth through the. Uh, 30th i don't know i want to say it drops on the 29th which is saturday um and it's him uh in his uh guardians of the galaxy mission breakout uh gear which is just kind of looks like what he was wearing in uh literally the only thing different i feel is just him holding the walkman which i don't know why he's holding the walkman (laughs) oh in the uh the ride he i think he utilizes that oh does he yeah i'm pretty sure okay yeah well, that's cool. Yeah. I still haven't gone there. I haven't either. I, I want to. I think it looks like a really fun ride. Yeah. So With Disney, you kind of have to know someone. This is true. That works there or be freaking loaded. Yeah, that's true. Did you hear about the, uh, Neither the Marvel the... Land that they're putting in? Yeah, don't remind me. Yeah, they're put, or taking the, the Bugs Life shit out. Sad. I never went, but still sad. <laughs> It was cool, but I think Bugs Life. It's kind of, it's, it's it's time is over. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if they they are throwing Marvel Land in there, and I'm <sighs> freaking pissed. <laughs> so much money. So much freaking money. It's 125 a day, isn't it, for just a park, a Dude, park it's ticket? A, it's I don't know if it's that much, but I it's, thought it was. It's crazy. It definitely went up. Did it? Yeah. Of course it freaking did. <laughs> Dude, I have cousins that work there. Dude, you lucky asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like Disney raised like everything. Like I think I told you uh, how they even charge for parking now at the hotels. What? Yeah. At uh, like just basic Disney suites, it's like fifteen a night, and then uh, uh, just like medium level, it's twenty five, and then I think like high, um, like um, high resorts, it's uh. I want to say probably like 40 bucks a night. Holy F. Yeah. Just I... to park your damn car where you are sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> no shit, dude. I would go park it at like a real sketchy ass Walmart and then just walk. Yeah, but it might get towed because most Walmarts don't allow overnight parking. Well, it'd still be cheaper than parking <laughs> your car at the hotel. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you there. Like, let's say you stay for a week. You yeah. go park your car at a Walmart. You're probably going to get towed after two days. Yeah. So you're only paying for your car being in the lot for three instead of paying $40 for your car to be there for the entire week. Oh, not $40 in, $40 daily. Yeah. You'd be saving money by getting your car towed. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like your thinking here. I like it. Holy shit, dude. Freaking oh. rich people problems. <laughs> uh, and then one I just want to mention, uh, this past Wednesday, uh, the Funko Shop item that went up, I want to say it was Wednesday, was uh, Glow in the Dark Captain Cutler from Scooby-Doo, and I kicked myself in the ass for missing it. Yeah, because that one looked badass. I know, and he's in my top three favorite ghosts from Scooby-Doo. <sighs> eBay, here I come. <laughs> Better not be expensive as hell. It probably will be, knowing Scalpers, my work. dude. Yeah, I know, dude. Ugh. Uh, anyway, before I get even more depressed, um, like we said, nothing with Blu-rays, uh, but with Through the Wall, uh, today... I almost said February, uh, June twenty seventh. Paul Rudd announced that he will be in the upcoming Ghostbusters movie. Hell which, yes! Oh yeah! This movie just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, I haven't does. heard anything from this movie that has made me mad. Yeah, neither have I. You know, what'd be great is if he took over the fourth Ghostbusters spot. That'd be pretty great. <laughs> but I think. Well, no, he hasn't announced anything about what the plot is, but I'm, I don't know. I'm interested to see what Jason Reitman does with the sequel. Um, yeah, it should be really cool. But yeah, especially with Paul Rudd. I mean, yes. is there a movie that he's in that we don't like? Because I can't think of a single one. I can't think of e- any either. Yeah. Yeah, it's because Paul Rudd is perfect. This is, and even if it's a movie that like we hate, he's usually always like the bright spot of the movie. It's never his fault. Yeah, usually never. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got uh, news that Salma 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 Hayek uh has been is she it wait she is cast or she's in talks? I think she's been officially cast. Kay. That's what I read today. So according to Caleb, I'm just saying this because if this is not <laughs> true, this is all on Caleb. Remember, this is what Caleb said. Well, why do you gotta be a dick like that? Uh, that Salma Hayek, according to Caleb, has been <laughs> cast in the Eternals. You're such an asshole. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of what Marvel's doing with this. As in ways of nothing about I mean, the Eternals. Well, so I don't know very much about the Eternals either. Okay, but I'm just talking from like a casting perspective okay i don't know exactly how these actors feel about marvel movies or comics yeah, especially or anything like that wasn't it angelina jolie that was in talks as well yeah okay, so yeah, i don't know angelina how she feels. jolie selma hayek those are the two that i'm worried are going to aren't they the only two that have been announced no uh kumail nanjiani was Oh, okay. He, yeah, too. I'm. I'm up for to see him. Yeah, I'm. I believe that he's there to be like, or to friggin' rock a role. Yeah, because I, I agree. I think he has some sort of level of fandom towards Marvel. Yeah. I don't know if Angelina or Salma do. Yeah. And I'm afraid that they're going to. I'm trying to compare. Like, I'm. I'm afraid they're going to daredevil this movie. <laughs> kind of like just overact it. Uh I get and you there. Like just kind of not give it their all or give too much because they think, oh, this is like a cheesy movie. But didn't I'm, Colin Farrell give? I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen Daredevil, but didn't like Colin Farrell kind of like give too much when he played Bullseye? Yeah, okay. he 
he made it bullseye like cheesy. And kind of like how Paul Giamatti made Rhino cheesy. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like nobody that. told like him no it one... wasn't a comic book. It was a comic book movie. There's a difference. Yeah. I think with with the Marvel movies, I think that with how Robert Downey and everyone, they take the movie seriously. Yeah, they really do. I, I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. And I'm afraid that Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek are not going to take this movie seriously. Yeah, I can feel you on that be one. Cheesy. Yeah, I feel you there. So, guess we'll, we'll find see. out. <laughs> Yay! I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping that they're like doing this for like their kids or something, because I think if they if they're doing it for their kids, I think that they will um, maybe perform a little bit better. Yeah, maybe take it a bit more seriously. Hopefully, if it's just kind of a paycheck to them, I'm afraid that they're going to overact it. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe let's move on to some good news. Uh, it has been the embargo has been officially lifted for Spider-Man: Far From Home, and we've gotten our first, uh, well, not first reviews, but the uh, got the tomato score reveal for Spider-Man: Far From Home, and it is currently at a. Do you want to do a drum roll, please? Yeah. It is at a 90% right now. That is not bad. You know what? I just lied. It went up to 93. Oh, shit. Yeah, boy. Uh, And the critics' consensus reads, A breezily unpredictable blend of teen romance and superhero action, Spider-Man from Home stylishly sets the stage for the next era of the MCU. Hell yes. I like that. I like that wording too. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that this sets like a tone for what's to come, and that we get like a little sneak peek of what is to come. Yeah, because I'm that year or for however long that gap is going to be is going to kill me if we don't hear more shit. Yeah, or if we don't have like a general idea of what where they're going i still want to know if mysterio is a bad guy in this please uh, don't I'm make s- him a good guy <laughs> it seems like he is like did you watch that clip uh i watched the clip okay <laughs> yeah it seems like he's kind of like this big brother to peter parker i hope he's just playing him hard oh that's gonna depress me if jake gyllenhaal just at the end is just like psych bitch <laughs> I mean, it would be kind of cool. It, like, if, if they, he needs to be headed towards the villain area at the by the end of it. He can't be a hero the, the entire time. You need to see some sort of switch near the end. Okay, I'll give you that. I don't know. I just want to see Jake Gyllenhaal freak out because he was just so amazing in Nightcrawl, and I want to just see his – just all of his acting. It's just so incredible. I think it would be really cool to kind of make him, like – the big bad, if like they do a, a Spider-Man trilogy, like for the next phase, Ooh. have him be like the final fight where it's always Peter. Like the movies are Peter going after Mysterio, but then someone else kind of gets thrown into the mix. He has to f- end up fighting them, and it just kind of gets him closer and closer to Mysterio until finally, so a fight with Mysterio. So I know Sony was planning it until after the Amazing Spider-Man two bombed. Um, would you want the MCU to introduce a Sinister Six movie? 
I don't know if the MCU is ready for that yet. Okay. So, I, Mysterio and Vulture are in the Sinister Six, aren't they? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, the Sinister Six is uh, Scorpion, Vulture, um, Rhino, Electro. Doc Ock? Doc Ock, yeah. And Craven. From oh. what I remember. Mysterio and Green Goblin got left out? Yeah, Mysterio and Green Goblin got left out. I So, I take back what I said. Mysterio is not part of the Sinister Six. That sucks. But, neither is Green Goblin. Well, and it looks like Sony was going to change that. From the looks of it. Yeah, well, Sony... Let's just leave it to the, the leave it to Marvel. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do, and I think that they could have a really good arc with Mysterio if they, they could. wanted to. And if they don't, they need to introduce a new big bad. Yeah, like I don't know, bring Tom Hardy's Venom into it. That'd be badass. That'd be really cool. I just want to love um, Mysterio. Just as much as I loved Vulture, agreed. Like absolutely agreed. I I feel Jake. I'm sure he's gonna do fantastic. But Jake Gyllenhaal, I feel, has a lot to live up to from what Michael Keaton gave us in Spider Man. Uh, Sp- sorry, Spider Man Homecoming. I feel he can deliver. Oh, absolutely. Like Jake Gyllenhaal is just he, he's a sight to watch. He really is. Like, like his acting is just crazy. Uh, have you seen Nightcrawler? Seen what? Nightcrawler. No. Okay. But I want like the most recent movie of his that I watched was Southpaw. I never watched that. Was it good? Really good. Okay, I gotta show you Nightcrawler one of these days. Cause it's it's my favorite Jill and Hall movie. Just, oh, steady hands. <laughs> so good. Um anyway, let's move on to uh this week's sneak peeks where we got our first trailer for the kind of reboot. I guess, of uh, Charlie's Angels, which I want. Uh, isn't it? Isn't Elizabeth Banks directing this? It looked like it, okay. uh, but she was also in it. Yeah, she's playing Charlie. The fuck! I thought she said my name is Charlie, but I. That's what I was confused. No, she, she didn't. Was, uh, whatever the butler's name is. Oh yeah! Oh, she was Bosley. Bosley. Yeah. yeah sorry, my bad. Not Charlie. Sorry. I'm like, dude, it was a dude's voice. Yeah, my bad. That's No, like at the ending, because I don't know why I thought that, because at the ending when he's like, good morning, angels, I'm like, wait, weren't you just a chick? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you never see Charlie. That's true. Oh, you kind of... The oh, voice sounded really familiar. I can't place it the legit, voice. No, it, it sounded like uh, the one in like the, the first movie. Didn't it? No. Really? It sounded like a much younger actor. Oh, it did? Oh. I kind of want... Now i got to go rewatch it. I know. I, I kind of want to look to see who's playing him. So, okay. continue. Uh, okay, so in this movie, we got Kristen Stewart, um, Naomi Scott, and then... Uh, what is her name? Let me pull it. i got to pull this up, too, because I don't know the other angel's name. Do 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 Yeah, we could not do that. Yeah. Ella Belinska. She is the third angel. Wait, what? There's three Bosleys? What? 
What do you mean there's three there's Bosleys? Th- there's three people cast as Bosley in this movie. Elizabeth Banks, Patrick Stewart, and... J- J- I butchered his, na- his name. Jiman Hunsu. The shit? Yeah. L- look. Bosley. 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 What the hell? Someone messed up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, like I said, Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and Ella Belinska are playing the uh, three angels. And, yeah. Uh, overall, trailer, eh. Which the sucks. action looks good. The action does look good. And, you know what? I didn't hate Kristen Stewart in this trailer. And, I didn't either. And that's, She's that's throwing a, a little personality in there, and is. I'm digging it. I think she was the best part, actually, of this trailer. I'd give you that. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to know what the hell Naomi Scott's doing. Like, her character just kind of seemed... Yeah. Like, kind of thrown into it. Yeah, that was kind of like, weird. Like, they kind of ruined the... Like, I'm pretty sure there's always supposed to be three there, Yeah, angels. there always is, yeah. And apparently there was only two, and then Naomi Scott was just kind of like, I'm coming along too. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't know why either. Um, But... I hope it's good because to this day I still enjoy the hell out of the one with uh, Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, and Lucy Liu. Uh, I think oh, it's I it's so good to me. Um, I don't love the sequel as much. Yeah, the sequel's just all right, but I I still love the first one. The first one is pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure. It is. I know it's not a great movie. <laughs> it's not, but <laughs> it's it's a really fun movie, and the chemistry between those three is just great. And you know you got Bill Murray as Bosley, just ah, just such great casting in my opinion. Um, but I mean, Bernie Mac did a great job as Bosley in the sequel too, um, and then you got Shia LaBeouf in the sequel as well. I gotta get get a second trailer to see if I'd actually go see this in theaters. I might check it out on Five Buck Tuesday, I but I would never pay like full price for this. Yeah, neither would I. <laughs> not not as it sits. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely need a second trailer to. Like, Make my uh, final judgment of this movie. Yeah. Um, and then next up, we got our what we will be introducing as a new segment. We got our box office top five uh, for this past weekend. Uh, this past weekend, we saw the release of Toy Story 4, as well as uh, the 2019 version of Child's Play. Uh, and for top five, we got in fifth place, we got The Secret Life of Pets 2, which brought in ten million two hundred seventy thousand nine hundred and fifty five hundred dollars. Not bad. Did I say fifty five hundred out of the, after fifty five? If I did, I'm stupid, and I, I don't did not think mean you to. Did. S- okay. If I did, I'm sorry. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fourth place, we got Men in Black International. That's really sad. It already already dropped down to fourth place, considering it came out last weekend. Yeah, but it's also not, sup- or supposedly, because I haven't seen it yet, not a great film. It's only gross $52 uh, million so far. Ooh, shit. Uh, this weekend, it brought in $10 million seven hundred and one thousand uh five hundred and fifty seven dollars not terrible yeah but i'm sure i doubt that's the money that sony wanted to see yeah i think they had much higher expectations yeah especially with chris hemsworth and tessa thompson at the helm yeah that's true um aladdin had a pretty actually small drop it only dropped 23 percent uh to be in third place 
uh, and it was actually in th uh, third last week as well. That that's pretty awesome that it stayed in its place. Uh, that brought in uh thirteen million two hundred forty four thousand and fifteen dollars. Uh, it's actually already grossed uh in the oh, okay wait sorry domestically it's grossed two hundred eighty eight million but I think altogether it's up it's over eight hundred million for Aladdin which is really good. Not uh, bad. So yeah, so that's only domestic for Men in Black. I don't know what the total is for worldwide. For number two, we got a uh, Child's Play that brought in a uh, fourteen million. But yeah, basically fourteen million. It barely went over fourteen million by like ninety four. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's still really good. And um, I actually looked it up uh, about an hour ago. It's already grossed twenty one million. Uh, and it was made for ten million, so it's already doubled its budget. Hell which is, yes. which is awesome. And then in number one, which really is no surprise, I don't think we thought Child's Play was gonna be able to beat it. Yeah, I I never I, it was I never thought wishful it. thinking on our part. I mean, I haven't seen Toy Story four yet, so I don't know which one I like better. Um, I'm like still I'm still like freaking out of like going on YouTube just because you know I see all these leaked uh, videos. And then on Facebook, the uh, Toy Story uh, uh, page put out these, like, uh, character posters. And, like, on Woody, Buzz, and Bullseye, they have sad faces. And I'm like, oh, shit. What did they do to those three? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then on uh, – and then Gabby Gabby's is an angry face. That's understandable. But then they put an angry face on Bonnie's. What did Bonnie do in this film? What the shit? Yeah. So sad face for Woody Buzz and Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah. So maybe something happened with Bo Peep and Jesse. Oh, I don't want anything to happen to. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I not I just Jesse. Watch your soul be crushed. <laughs> not Jesse. I love Jesse. Oh I, shit! I know they're toys, but I feel that's like really dark for Pixar to kill off a toy. It would be real freaking dark. <laughs> like, damn. But so, uh, it kind of came in below expectations. Uh, I think Disney was projecting about 140, but some people were pushing it up upwards of uh, 100 and uh, actually 200 million, beating Incredibles 2. It sadly didn't. Um, it brought in a. Oh shit! Sorry. It brought in I w they I thought it said 118 million, but on this it's saying a 120 million. So, but I mean, it's, it still sadly came in under prediction, but I mean, it's not a bad opening weekend. No, not so a bad one at all. It's nothing to be ashamed of. And I'm, it, I'm pretty sure it's going to make it to the billion dollar club because it's Toy Story. But I think those numbers. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little slower to get there. But it is, but I, I feel it, it probably still will. Um, But kind of like how we've been talking, it's just no one really thought that there was a need for a Toy Story 4, so I don't think people really showed up to the theater yeah. like they did with Toy Story 3. Yeah. So. Because this was, or Toy Story 3 was supposed to be the final, like, thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and they ended it perfectly. Yeah, and I then, couldn't think of a better ending to the Toy Story franchise. Apparently, they, they did. <laughs> well, they say, like, this is, like, the best, like, epilogue that we could have gotten. Okay. 
I'll, I'll, okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't okay, know what else to say to that. But, yeah. So, but we will definitely be breaking that movie down very soon. Hopefully, Just don't know when. Yeah. Ho- yeah. Hopefully in the next week or two. But we'll see. Um, but what do you say that we get into the main event of the evening? I say let's do it. All right. It's time! Time for the main all right with this week's main event of the evening we are going to see if we are having fun now and we are going to review the 2019 remake of child's play hell yes i don't know if i would really call this one a remake because i feel they changed a lot maybe a reimagining yeah i like that word better yeah Yeah. it's a reimagining to me yeah, so um, our so you're gonna be pulling up the story here, yes, which sir. we figured out a system, and we hope you guys like it. Um, maybe we'll see. <laughs> if I get a sore throat because of you, it's not gonna be that I know, bad. I'm just Calm kidding. down, you I'm little just, bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, so if you're new to our breakdown system, we split the movie up into various categories. Um, that we grade individually. Uh, so we grade from uh, on a scale of zero to one hundred. We grade the story. We grade the writing, the acting, the character development, the effects, and then give it an overall genre grade. So that's what we'd grade out of a hundred. And then we grade out of ten the music and the costumes. And we decided, obviously, that this is a horror thriller movie. So starting off story so we're going to be reading off the kind of summary from wikipedia yep so so this does we'll contain kind of, spoilers like, we'll stop as as needed so yeah. maybe like a pa- paragraph or two and then we'll talk about that section and okay um so just heads great. up if you guys haven't seen the movie uh the wikipedia plot uh literally gives away the whole damn movie so um, spoiler alert like yeah all of our breakdown shit yeah <laughs> So, let's have a story time with y'all bros. <laughs> Gosh, you're so dumb. I know I am. All right. Multinational Kaslin Corporation has just launched Buddy, a revolutionary line of high-tech dolls, quickly becoming a success for children worldwide. At a Buddy assembly factory in Vietnam, an employee is fired by a supervisor for insufficient work. In retaliation, the employee manipulates the doll that that he's assembling, disabling all of its safety features before committing suicide. The doll is packed alongside others in preparation for international delivery. Okay, now how did you feel about how this is, like, how Chucky kind of becomes Chucky? So, first, I think we got to talk about that you just said Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) I had a feeling you would bring that up. Okay, my I was going to say something. I was like, oh, I'm going to freaking let him have it. Okay. Vietnam. In my defense, I, I recently watched Forrest Gump. and uh, Okay, that's... fair enough. Uh, that's still freaking hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I knew you were going to give me shit for that. I'm like, damn it. Uh, well, getting back to the story. I really liked how they did this. I think it was a really good idea to kind of make him not a doll that just had issues or that faulted out. Yeah. That there's a, re- a real reason behind why he's faulty. 
and why he has all of the these crazy issues. I just wish Kaslin would have caught on that. Oh yeah, shit, a worker can do that. <laughs> yeah. That dude really should have thought about firing him after the deal was done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's a real shitty reason to get fired for just daydreaming about a vacation. Yeah, no kidding. It, and it, but it shows that like how like how bad work conditions are overseas, and it's really sad. It is. It, it really is makes really me sad. It makes me re- truly depressed, and I feel awful for any people, anybody that has to go through that. And I'm very sorry. Um. But yeah, I really like I said I really liked how he had like a real reason behind it. Um and I feel like this is something that is very plausible. It is. I feel it's, it's like yeah, there's the faulty buddy doll and he gets returned and then it just kind of ends up with this kid. It felt realistic. Yeah. Like yeah, like we were just kind of following the story of this doll getting to this kid the, and um, ruining his life. <laughs> the scene where uh, when he finishes, you know, doing everything that he needs to the doll, and when he picks up the doll and does like the full look at him, the music, and we'll get to this later, like the music that just like kicks in, I'm just like, oh shit, we got our Chucky. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Dude, a deactivated Chucky is freaking nightmare. Fuel. Yeah, dude, those like bug eyes. Like... Yeah, and it was like, really weird because like all you could see is like a like a gray ring around the eyes and that's it and it was just pure darkness after that and i'm like that's freaking terrifying yeah um when the movie first started when uh uh the creator of caslin is um talking about you know like the buddy doll and everything and it uh shows like a a commercial about the buddy doll when they first showed it caleb reaches over i think you leaned over to me and you're like that's gonna take some getting used to (laughs) Didn't you? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> it was rough. It was the the doll definitely takes a minute to get used to. But as the movie went along, I I got to like the design. Yeah. It's kinda like getting used reused to like a black and white movie. <laughs> like it <laughs> kinda right. bugs yeah, you works. at first. And then you just kinda like you accept it. Yeah. And that's kind of what we ended up doing with this movie we're like okay this animatronics suck but it's they gonna didn't ruin suck the, it, it was bad i wouldn't say they sucked i mean i did appreciate the that face was real rough dude <laughs> yeah all right like and it's better whoever, than cgi fair enough definitely fair enough but i feel like it was lacking so, but that's that's more like an with, effects yeah, thing. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, like as for the story, um, with how they kind of made him come to be, I really enjoyed it. I did too. I think it was very like realistic, very plausible. Yes, I agree. All so right. continue. Okay. In Chicago, retail clerk Karen Barkley and her 13-year-old hearing-impaired son, Andy, move into their new apartment where Karen encourages her son to make new friends while she works to prepare for his upcoming birthday. Did I say uncoming? I think you said uncoming, yeah. My bad. <laughs> upcoming birthday. In an attempt to cheer Andy up and make up for the unease caused by the moving, as well as the presence of her new boyfriend, Shane, Karen blackmails her boss in order to procure a buddy doll, introducing it to Andy as an early birthday gift. 
So I feel that kind of like needs some explanation. Um, basically, in that, I, what? How does she do it? Because he's returned because the guy thought that he was gonna have blonde hair and the buddy doll had red hair. Yeah. So he, so the guy that re- was returning him, ordered the buddy two. But, or thought he was ordering the buddy too. Yeah. But ended up getting the first buddy. Or wait, was it the other? Because wasn't there a lady that returned another buddy doll, and she was saying like, "Oh, you know, like it was malfunctioning and all this stuff." Yeah. So he was just returning. Okay, so the one that she got wasn't the one that the guy returned. Yeah, the one okay. that the guy was tr- like, because that guy didn't end up returning it. Oh yeah, that's true. He took it, and he's just like, "I didn't realize this would be a little ginger." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Damn." <laughs> And yeah, so the yeah he thought he was ordering the buddy too, and he's just like you know what f it, and then took it. Dude, the, the buddy too girl, looks even more creepier. Yeah, than the original buddy. Freaking blonde Chucky is terrifying. Yeah. Um, but she, the uh, other lady, she was the one that returned the malfunctioning, the malfunctioned one, and was okay. saying that, like his eyes are red and it's creepy. Yeah. And I, like that was our Chucky. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and then she, like, basically says to her boss, oh, so, you know, how's that uh, work relationship going with you? How's how's your wife? And he's like, okay, fine, you can keep the doll. That, that's literally how it went. Yeah, pretty um, much. So that felt really in place for, like, it, who you wanted to cast as the mom. Yeah, I thought. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. So it fits. So. Yeah. So No issues with that. No. Um, yeah. No issues. All right. Uh, this next part, I feel we got some things to talk about. Uh, once Andy activates the doll, it names itself Chucky and becomes attached to Andy. Uh, how the hell did he? Because in the movie, he <laughs> he kind of he pissed me off after the movie ended. I'm just like, okay, that is the that is like the most laziest way for him to get the name Chucky because he asked. Uh, Andy, he's like, oh, you know, what's my name? He's like, uh, Han Solo. He's like, did you say Chucky? And Andy's like, no, not even close. Yeah, we all felt that, bro. <laughs> I'm just like, seriously, you couldn't have thought any way better to get the name of Chucky. There was really no other way. Yeah, like, what? He could have just come with. Maybe he a liked Rugrats. And, yeah, maybe he watched Rugrats as a kid. He's like, you know what? My favorite character was Chucky from there. There you go. Yeah, like, what if he, like, that would have been an even better way. What if he was just kind of watching Rugrats, and he's just like, what's my name? And then it was just malfunctioning. What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? And then he hears, like, with Rugrats, maybe he, like, leaves the room, and he's just like, Chucky. Yeah. And then that's, like. Because I don't think it's weird for a 13-year-old to be watching Rugrats, because that's a damn classic. Damn right it is. Mm. I mean, maybe a modern-day 13 year old it'd be a little weird but we'd we'd forgive you <laughs> yeah ex- exactly exactly yeah or so. just something yeah the the way he got his name was just lazy yeah he should have just had like an assigned name to him or maybe that was just the name that the other kid gave him yeah I, I, like I, remember like that's Mal true Fox it could have been yeah, yeah he's I like my name's chucky because that's how uh, the original good guy doll was they come with their name uh their name already implanted in them exactly yeah um, so next up, once Andy, oh wait, no, I already read that. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Over time, Chucky helps Andy befriend two other children in the building, Phelan and Pug. Freaking weird name. 
Yeah, I'll give you that one. Pug is a very interesting name. <laughs> I think Phelan is even more interesting. Yeah. Um, but also begins to display violent tendencies. He strangles the Barkley's hostile pet cat after it scratches Andy. <laughs> Don't laugh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. And one night, while Andy and his friends gleefully watch a horror film, which was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, uh, Chucky starts mimicking the violence on the screen, approaching the trio with a kitchen knife before Andy disarms him. Which that that was a very that was a very interesting scene. It was the the way that they were able to make Chucky like believably become what he was at the end. Yeah, was incredible. It was really cool and. Like, uh, when uh, Andy's trying to detain him, and he accidentally cuts him, and just, like, Chucky's, like, sadness, you're just like, damn, you're making me feel a little bit for this doll. What the hell? I know. It it was really well done. Really smart how that he became violent and, like, was cussing at people. And yeah. It was very... Natural. I feel a a big um, part needs to be given to uh, how Mark Hamill uh, portrayed the voice of Chucky in this. Oh, absolutely. He did uh, fantastic. Truly amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, Andy arrives home the next day to find that his cat is dead. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I was telling Caleb uh, on the ride home after we saw this, I'm just like, I still like Brad Dorff's Chucky better because he didn't kill a cat well i like mark hamill's chucky better because he did kill a cat you're an asshole <laughs> chucky admits to murdering it so that it would not hurt him anymore karen locks the doll in a closet but he escapes and further terrorizes shane which leads him to confront andy after overhearing andy's pleas for shane to disappear Chucky follows him home where it is revealed that Shane has a family and has been having an affair with Karen behind his wife's back. This was the point where me and Caleb uh, leaned over to each other and said, nah, Chucky better kill that asshole. Yeah, no shit. Uh, while Shane is outside taking down Christmas lights, Chucky frightens him into falling from the ladder, breaking both of his legs. Oh my gosh, that was hard to watch. I was yeah, that was, that was I was disturbing. I'm like, damn, okay. Uh, Chucky activates a tiller, which scalps and kills him. The following day, Chucky delivers Shane's skinned face as a gift to a horrified Andy, and he even put it on a watermelon and you know tied a little bow around it. <laughs> it was a nod to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, the movie they were watching the other night, and it was it it was terrifying. But I'm just like, you know what, Chucky, you got some class. I like it. Yeah, dude, so, like, they had the whole, with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. they had that scene with the, like, uh, his face, his face, like, where it was the skinned face. Yeah, and Andy's like, oh, that could never happen. There's no way that could happen. And then, yeah, and, and Chucky totally proved that it could. <laughs> dude, because, like, as soon as he, like, Andy woke up, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, that face thing is going to come into play. And then I was like, I bet you that the face is somewhere in his room. I bet you, I well, bet you. And then he walks past it, and you see it, and I was like, I knew it. Well, no, you even called it out with uh, when uh, um, they're examining uh, the whole crime scene, and you see his head is, uh, is scalped, and you're just like, it's in Andy's room. It's in Andy's room. <laughs> yeah. He... Yep. I was like, oh, boy. I'm like, well, because I was thinking, I'm like – 
at first, like I thought maybe that that machine ripped his face off. That's what like, I that thought too. Make sense. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no that. that. I got to give the movie credit to that. That was a pretty cool kill. That was an amazing kill. Oh my gosh! And the way that he that he presented it. Yeah. Oh my. Oh. Shows you that Chucky's Chucky's got some class. Yeah, eyeballs and all too. Yeah. He knows Freaking how. Freaking disgusting. He knows how to present himself. Dude, could you imagine being the <laughs> investigator on that? The eyeballs are gone. Who is that thorough? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. While police detective Mike Norris begin, I'm going to point this out. Mike is like completely, I feel completely different in this movie. He He's not played up for comedy, but um, he's definitely not the character he was in the original, which I, I liked that they took him in a different direction. I actually liked what they did. Um, while police detective Mike Norris begins an invest, well, sorry. Okay. I'm going to start over here. While police and Detective Mike Norris begin an investigation, Andy, Phelan, and Pug decide to disable Chucky. That was sad to watch. That was real rough. Because you felt like he didn't know feel or know that he was doing anything wrong. I, I kind of liked that about this Chucky. Like, he, he's not... He's not Chucky at the beginning. Like he, all he wants to do is just please Andy, and he yeah he doesn't know what he's doing is wrong. He does he doesn't know better. He's kind of just like a little toddler. Yeah. So it's kind of like if a child were to like to be born at the age of like six. Yeah. There we and go. And know like how to talk and walk and all this other stuff, and he just wants to be someone's friend and they're like how do i make this person happy and then it's just kind of like that learned behavior thing and yeah that i thought was really interesting i did too i really did too uh all right um building voyeur and electrician gabe find the doll uh and takes him to the building's basement to prepare him for online sale now fo- yeah can we talk about how how fast he got the uh, parts to uh, fix chucky yeah, freaking like, Amazon Prime. Yeah, <laughs> like damn, does is uh, does Caslin run Prime now? Is it Caslin Prime? Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently they're a hell of a lot quicker than Amazon. Even Amazon's just like, damn, we need to step our game up. Yeah, it's like oh, we can't beat two days. We can't we can't get it there in like two hours. <laughs> now fully repaired, Chucky tortures and murders Gabe with a table saw, which Caleb. Definitely pointed out that's not how a table saw works. Yeah, and so I agree. the dude is like freaked out by Chucky because he's like stabbing him and like slicing his freaking. Well, yeah, yeah, he slices his legs a couple a couple of times, and so he uh, jumps on the table, and then when on a table saw, yeah, no and so the table breaks, and so he holds on to the uh, the pipes that are up ahead, but. For some how whatever way he fixed him, Chucky's able to connect to like literally any Caslin device. Well, he's able to do that anyway. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, thank you. But uh, I don't. He never really showed. Like I think he, he was just shows that he was faulty. Yeah. And then he connected him to the cloud after we. He, well, I mean, him. I don't think the way that Chucky was at the beginning, he never thought of. Oh, you know what? Let's turn up the heat a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so Chucky like turns up the heat to what? What? How high did he crank that shit? So it's stop. It was supposed to stop at like a hundred and something, but ended up like going up to like a hundred and twenty. Yeah, I think so. Something. So the dude's like his hands are like burning, and the table saw like tips over, and somehow the table saw is connected to the cloud. 
which I think is bullshit. Kaslan does everything, apparently. Yeah, no shit. But I thought that was really dumb. I was like, nah. It was a cool kill. <laughs> it was a cool kill. I'll give you that, but not a realistic one. No, it was The wasn't. table saw blade wasn't that high, yeah. and it sliced dude's, what was it, his arm? It might have been his leg. No, it was his leg first. Wait, what are you talking about? What's... What What got cut off on that the janitor? Everything. No, well, not everything. Well, he got shredded mostly. Remember, because it, it like it was he literally went like this, like. Okay, so what was the body part that we f- saw fall? Was that his arm or was that his leg? No, it was his leg. Okay, so the leg had a really clean cut on it, and the blade wasn't up all the way. Uh-huh. So I thought that kind of pulled me out of it because I know how table saws work. <laughs> Aren't like you he would have had to be like full rotisserie on the the freaking blade to to get it like cut that clean. Maybe you should work on their sequel. I totally would, dude. In a freaking heartbeat. I'd be like, I got some messed up shit. <laughs> uh, Alright. Anyway, continue. So, now fully repaired, Chucky tortures and murders Gabe with a table saw. After making his way back to ground level, Chucky ends up in possession of another kid in the building, Omar, and proceeds to kill Mike's mother, Doreen, in a self-controlled car accident. Yeah, this was a sad death, and I wish that this death didn't happen. I know it, it kind of... It, no, it didn't need to. Yeah. Like, oh, well, well, that's not true. Well, okay, yeah, so because she said... the creepy janitor had cameras in like everyone's apartment yeah that was and for whatever reason the damn camera was like perfectly positioned on this dude on the oh what's his last name hansen the detectives norris norris had a perfect view of the norris's dinner table and she was asking andy how to connect to the cloud and all this other stuff and like caslin and whatnot so he has her, like, sets her up, tells her everything that she can do, and she's like, oh, this is great. You're my new best friend. And then that's the first thing Chucky freaking hears yeah. when he wakes up. And, yeah. And that's how shit goes shit, down. Yeah, shit hits the fan, and it's really sad, and I hated watching it. Meanwhile, Andy fails to convince Karen that Chucky has become murderous, and she takes Andy along to her next shift at the shopping mall, where she works in order to keep him nearby. Which, this is the part of the movie towards the end when they're introducing the, uh, the, like, second version of Buddy. Which, where, it wasn't, it was a blonde Buddy, a teddy bear Buddy. I want to say, wasn't there one with gray hair? Didn't we see one with gray hair? Yeah, I thought there was one with gray hair. Yeah. Um, did they, was there one still with red hair? I think there was an F, yeah, there was another one with red hair. Okay. But it was short. Yeah, yeah. Definitely shorter hair than the first one had. Yeah, so there was like the short red hair, short blonde hair, teddy bear, and I think there was an ethnic. <laughs> oh, there was? Too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to guess the race, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> hey, you rhymed there. Yeah, it did. Hey, good job. All right. Suspecting that Andy is the killer, Mike travels to the mall and apprehends him just as Chucky takes full control of the building. This was a pretty damn cool scene. That was way cool. Yeah. Who who knew drones could be so dangerous like damn? Ooh. Uh, Chaos is unleashed as several employees and customers are brutally killed by self-controlled buddy dolls and other hacked toys. 
while Chucky triggers the mall's lockdown sequence. Mike is wounded amid the massacre, and this was at the point I thought they killed off Mike, and I was going to be really pissed off. Um, and Andy and his friends manage to reach the exit, only for Andy forced to return when Chucky reveals that he is holding Karen hostage, planning to kill her. So, with that scene where everyone's kind of evacuating the store, and all of Andy's friends are, like, packing up and like, let's freaking do this, and like, let's go get the police, and Andy's like, okay, I'll go. I thought he was really going to go. Yeah, I thought he was I was like, you little asshole, go save your mom! And then he ended up doing it, I'm like, oh, you smart little kid. Sorry, I lost where I was. Andy manages to okay. Okay, let's forget. Okay, so once he enters the back, uh, so the the final part of the movie takes place in the kind of like the back storage room of the store that Andy, not Andy, I'm sorry, Karen works at. And from the trailers, I actually thought this was gonna be the Buddy Factory, but this worked too. It was a it was a cool uh, it was yeah, a cool the, setting. Everything felt. It was really like a kind of a compact movie. They really didn't changed like the s- scenes too much or no, like the areas which i was so fine it was, like with. the apartment kind of like a p- the parking lot in front of the apartment and then the store yeah and it worked really well it, it did. didn't need to be a real big scale movie no it didn't um so well, i couldn't go to the buddy factory it was in vietnam <laughs> oh yeah that's true <laughs> road trip with <laughs> chucky <laughs> um so uh, you know, um, Andy sees his mom uh, basically tied to a forklift. Um, and, you know, Chucky is, you know, saying like how, you know, no one understands you, Andy. Even your own mom said you're just some kid special. She doesn't love you like I do. You know, once she uh, she's not you're not going to miss her when she's gone. You know, I'm I'm the only one that's truly here for you. And then he starts like lifting her up and everything. I'm like, oh, shit. Damn. Chucky really came to play at this part. <laughs> Um, Chucky, you artistic bastard. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, at this point, Andy decides, to, uh, Andy tries to basically scale, uh, one of the, I don't know what they're called when they're like, uh, they're stored on the, it's like what they have at Costco. Um, oh, the forklifts. No, uh, like what the product's actually stored on. Oh, uh, the pallets. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I want to, I want to say there's like a different name. But whatever, uh, you know, he climbs to the top, and then as he gets there to try to cut his mom off, cuts his mom free, um, Chucky just pops pops out. Um, but this is CGI Chucky, which I thought it it looked better than uh, uh, Curse of Chucky CGI. Yes, it did. Like I be- I believed it, so I was okay with it. Um, and uh, so he j- as uh, they both jump on the rope. And I think Ch- this is probably like one of my favorite Chucky lines is when he's like fighting Andy. He's like, "You're ruining our fun, Andy." <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> like Chucky, you're an asshole. Yeah. Um, Dude, I was thinking that Andy really did not think that through because he was gonna fall straight on his mom. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but then, um, Andy is able to cut. My bad. Uh, he's able to uh, cut Karen free, even though. Chucky is still on his back. They all fall to the floor. And I'm going to start going back to this. I'm sorry. I kind of I just wanted to explain that scene more than what Wikipedia does. Right. Um, so uh, after that, 
um, they overpower Chucky um, and defeat him, ki- basically killing him. What? What? Doesn't Karen rip off his head? Yep. Yeah. It's it's kind of sad how I, I don't know. Just like watching like uh, Chucky go like Andy, 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 Andy. It, it kinda... stops getting sad after. <laughs> CGI Chucky jumps on Andy. Yeah, that's true. You know, I that to- was terrifying. I totally skipped the scene. Uh, before that happens, when they're on the ground level, and uh, Chucky's like, you know, maybe you're broken, Andy. You know, I'm, you know, all fixed now. Maybe I need to open you up, see what we're dealing with. I'm like, oh shit, like okay. What the janitor told him. Yeah, I really liked that. That I, was a cool scene. I liked how he was switching where his voice was coming from. Yeah. Like he was going from like the so I kinda, RC cop car. I I loved that scene kind of uh earlier in the movie when like uh he's like uh what's the word? Um messing with Andy when he's in the house and he's yeah, he's just like throwing his voice from like the speakers to the toy car and he's just like are we having fun now? <laughs> just oh, I, lo- I loved that so much. Um but I want, I want to bring this up after I read this last part. Um, so, while the paramedics tend Karen, Mike and other survivors, Andy and the rest of his friends, destroy Chucky's lifeless body in a nearby alleyway. Yeah, they basically take, like, a sledgehammer and, like, bats to the whole perch to <laughs> Chucky. And light him on fire. Yep. Uh, in the aftermath of Chucky's killing spree, Caslin Corporation CEO Henry Caslin issues a statement regarding Chucky's programming, and as more Buddy dolls are shown being recalled and placed into storage, one starts malfunctioning inside its box. Now, someone pointed out that when they're in the back room, you can actually see another Buddy doll on the shelf, even though that uh, Chucky is also in the room. So someone suggested that Chucky is actually able to basically switch into the other one so like the original the the real chucky was actually just on top of the shelf just watching all of this while the other one was doing his dirty work oh shit yeah and i'm just like oh damn that that's pretty insane because i do remember seeing that one in the on the shelf yeah yeah, I, I didn't I remember until moved, some though. Didn't he move? I can't. This is just what someone brought up. I don't know if it's true. I'd have to go see it again. Right. I mean, I'm okay with seeing it again because I really enjoyed this movie. Because um, I I do remember seeing another Chucky doll on the shelf, but I thought that was Chucky, but it didn't have the red eyes either. So it could have been that's the one he switched to. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's really disturbing to think that Chucky can just, like, go from doll to doll to doll to doll. Yeah, there's two reasons why I will never set up a smart home. (laughs) Ever. At least for my own personal house. I'll set it up if someone wants to pay me, like, all day. But there's two reasons. One, I'm poor as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Two... Is because of this freaking movie and thinking like, oh, if something wants to malfunction and kill me, it could control my entire house. Yeah. I'm not about that life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if Apple decides to create a toy that can basically control all of your household devices that is made. F you. (laughs) (laughs) No, Apple, you need to go back to the drawing board and really, really sit on this. Because it's not going to end well. Nope. 
Uh, okay. Well, so as a st- uh, so the story, what w- would you grade it as? Because I think it's getting a lot of hate from I, the critics. It is. Um, I think it's a decent story. I I really enjoyed all the changes that they made to the story from the original Charlie. Um, they div they didn't really try to retread on anything. I feel. Um, whereas I feel like the remakes of like Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of do almost like bit by bit. This one definitely changed enough to where it it, it felt like its own movie, it which did. I really appreciated. Like they could have not called this Child's Play too. Yeah, that yeah, that's true. Like if they wanted to, this could have just been a reimagining of Chucky. They could have just called it Buddy. Exactly. They yeah. could have just done that and. It was really good. Yeah. Like, they could have changed the design of Chucky and everything, too, if they wanted. Yeah. And it still would have been a really solid movie. It, it really would have. So, I mean, obviously it had its flaws. It, yeah. But, but every movie does. Right. <sighs> I'm thinking, like, in the 80s. I'm thinking 85. Yeah, me too. 85. Okay, the writing. I feel the writing was just a little bit better than the story. It was. I agree. Uh, especially the writing for um, Andy's character. I feel they added definitely a lot um, to um, his character. Um, I liked the choice of him being 13 instead of 6 years old. Yeah, he pl- he plays with a doll, but... It, they even make but a joke about yeah, and they make a joke about like how you know like Andy's like mom this thing's like a year old it's like a meme now like why would I play with a doll I'm thirteen they make a joke about it so it's a I liked that um but I mean when you're thirteen if it's like an AI kind of thing you're still gonna want it even if it's a doll yeah right? exactly um, um the way that they make like I've said uh the way that they show the progression of Chucky. From like basically this innocent AI to this murderous psychopath was really well done. Yeah, I it, want. It, it felt natural. It felt like there was real. It was earned. It was definitely. And uh, I'm thinking ninety for writing. I I would agree. Okay, now the acting. So we got Aubrey Plaza who played Karen Barkley. Mark Hamill, who voiced Chucky, Gabriel Bateman, who played Andy Barkley. Uh, do you want to do Nor- Mike Norris? Yeah, I'd say so. He still had some character spots. I don't think he was really in it enough. I don't know. Usually, you all even like he had really in, small parts. Yeah, but even in the original, you always focus on those four. I feel he still had some character. Okay. So, okay, we'll do Mike Norris, okay. who was played by Brian Tyree Henry. So, let's start off with Aubrey Plaza. Someone pointed this out about Aubrey Plaza's character. Sometimes it didn't feel like she was Andy's mom. It was more kind of like her his big sister. Or an aunt. Yeah. Did you kind of feel that same way? Yeah. Now that it was pointed out, I'm just like, yeah, you, you kind of got a point there. It didn't really feel like a mother-son kind of relationship like the original did. And I don't mean to compare this to the original, but I feel like you have to on some things because it's still taking up the child's play name and the characters are still the same. Yeah, I think the issue with this is Aubrey Plaza, I don't think, can play a mom. 
She like can't, they, ju- they kind of justified it by saying, "Oh, I had a real productive sweet 16. <laughs> that's a like, very good point. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, a very good point. Um, but I mean, overall, I thought she did a good job. I mean, she, she, she was. I don't know. Like, I think Aubrey Plaza is a really good actress, but sometimes it just feels she's Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza playing Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what they were going for. Here. Which, which is completely fine. Um, because what was the so in the original? Yes, the mom bought him off of a back alley. Yeah, deal, right? Yeah, because I think that she paid. I don't think that would have fit here. No, it, it wouldn't have. Needed like a more natural, like, hey, I'm taking this. Yeah, and I, I watched, think Aubrey Plaza was the perfect one. To do I that. I completely agree. Um, so I watched uh the original Child's Play a couple days ago, and her um. Uh, her f- uh, best friend who like you know like helps her out with Andy, uh, Maggie. Um, I think she has like it's sad that she dies because she has like some of the best lines when they go out into the uh, to deal with him, and uh, she pays like thirty bucks for him because he's like a hundred, and she's like, hey, you how do we know the damn thing isn't stolen? He's like, oh, steal this, and she's like, oh, well, steal this yourself. I think I dated him. <laughs> this, uh, she still makes me laugh and just yeah yeah. So, with her, like you said, there were some issues. It didn't really feel like a mother-son. No, it didn't. It felt like a sister-brother or like an, a young aunt. Yeah. So but not really Kind of like how, what they're doing with Spider-Man a little bit? A little bit, yeah. yeah. But I feel like she could have been the, uh, like the mom. Oh, like, Aunt May? Or, yeah. um... Marissa Tomei. Yeah, I, Marissa yeah. Tomei could have played a mom. Oh yeah, definitely. Aubrey Plaza is just a little too young to be playing a mom. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, you think like seventy five, or is that too harsh? So, just because she's got the a harder feel- grade, yeah, she is. So I just because the feeling of her playing a mother was off. I yeah. don't want to be too harsh on her yeah i think 75 is just like real shitty acting that's true but i think there's just a tone like whatever she was given she did really good it that, just didn't feel like a mother it did there uh, the one scene that i love with her and uh gabriel right that's his name right the uh the acting by both of them is amazing in the scene where uh, he's trying to explain that you know like chucky is alive and he's like showing the phone that he took from a. Uh, I forget the kid's name. Omar. Yeah, Omar. Thank you. Um, but both they're acting, and she's just like, "No, no, you don't look at like look at what you're saying right now." Just the acting in that scene is just great. It is. I'm thinking not quite eighty, but not quite seventy-five. I'm thinking like seventy-seven. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you seventy-seven. Okay. Moving on to let's do Brian Tyree Henry. I feel the biggest um, character um, takeaway from him is the relationship that he had with his mom. I really liked that. Absolutely. And you definitely felt for him when Chucky sadly does kill her. Yeah. And he was very likable. He really was. Like when Andy was just kind of hanging out in the hallway and he like invited him in and was just like, hey, if you ever want to have dinner, like just being nice to the new kid that doesn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. And that worked really well. It and did. then he kind of he had a moment that I was just kind of like, eh, on. 
And it was when he arrested Andy. Yeah, that kind of like came out of nowhere. It did. I like, was like, he didn't okay. even question it a little bit. Yeah. I like, was he like, threw Andy to the I was, ground. Yeah, I was, I was like, like damn. You, do you have any evidence? Um, <laughs> yeah, you're going off a hunch. Yeah, dude. I. he's only 13. I mean, I know you think that he did this crime, but still, like, damn. Yeah. So, with that, that felt a little, like... Out, out of, of character. Out of character. Yeah, the acting yeah. on that on that wasn't great. I'll give you that. I think he was... I don't think he was as good as Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Something it's 75. 75. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Gabriel Bateman. He was fantastic. He was. I love this version of Andy. I did too. Way better than the annoying ass six year old. Kate. I swear, Caleb. Mm. He's so annoying. He's only six. He's still annoying. I know six year olds that aren't that freaking annoying. Okay, in the emotion. Okay, I I completely disagree with you, but you have to admit, like in the emotional parts, like when he's in that facility and like he sees Chucky running up the stairs, and he keeps telling like the doctor, like Chucky's here and he's going to kill me, and you see him break into tears. Like that was some good ass acting. Cool, but it doesn't make up for the annoying-ass shit that came before that. Okay, name some annoying shit that he did. I gotta hear this. Well, I, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. I just you remember him being really nothing annoying. to back up. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so you can't say that you made his performance. <laughs> you have nothing. Good day, sir. Oh, good hell. <laughs> Whatever, we're not talking about him. We're talking about Gabriel. <laughs> hey, it's still Andy. It's still the same character, so I can bring it up. Uh, okay. Uh, there was n- really nothing about him that I didn't like. No, yeah, I completely agree. His interactions with Chucky were great. Like, um, one scene that like uh, still makes me laugh um, is when a. Uh, in the demo of the buddy doll, the uh, he's shown like giving the kid the science book, and uh, Chucky is like, "Don't forget your science book, Andy." He's like, "Chucky, this is not a book. This is a roll of toilet tissue. Nothing you brought me is even close to a book." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the like the more comedic scenes were really great. I think the way that he treated Chucky, he actually like with when Omar had him. Yeah, Omar treated him like a freaking toy yeah it was just like what do you call him a chode yeah come here you little bitch chode or something like yeah that. something like that um, yeah, like the kids were like trying to uh when andy's like introducing chucky to the other kids uh i think it's omar he's like now now say uh this is for uh is it for biggie or uh tupac tupac thank you <laughs> yeah i mean it comes to play or later on in the movie when with uh he's killing uh What's his face? The boyfriend, uh, Karen's boyfriend, when he's stabbing him. Or, no, after he finishes killing him, he's like, this is for Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's funny. That's freaking hilarious. So, yeah, the way that Andy actually like, treated him, like, kind of like a person. Yeah, like, you like can a tell. a friend. They, yeah, they truly created a bond you could definitely tell it yeah like he was hesitant at first and then it kind of grew into like a friendship and then it turned into 
like serial killer shit. <laughs> yeah. So with him, classic Chucky stuff. I'm thinking around ninety. I completely agree. Yeah. Now for me, the next one is the probably the best performance. Oh, absolutely. Mark Hamill voicing Chucky. I want to give him a hundred, but I don't think we've ever given anybody a hundred. We gave Robert Downey a hundred. We did. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have like literally any problems with Mark Hamill's voice as Chucky. I Even, don't either. The the all the issues I had with Chucky were, were the animatronics. Animatronics, yeah. I just like the part where uh, you know, like when Ch- uh, Andy finishes uh, cutting his sandwich and he stabs the uh, knife into the uh, cutting board. Like the motion that he makes, that still makes me laugh. He's just like. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> yeah, like just learning habits and whatnot. So, yeah, with the voice acting, there was no real issues. Yeah, yeah. Like even the laugh was fantastic. I didn't really get a sense of the Joker laugh with it. No, not it, at it all. It felt Dude, like an original shows, Chucky laugh. Yeah, that goes to show just how freaking amazing of a voice actor is. Yeah. So, are we giving him a hundred? I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Mark Hamill, you've done it again. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> okay, so that brings our acting score to an 85.5. Not bad at all. Hell no. That's real good. So character development. Who sh- I think I, I want to kind of grade Chucky. I feel <laughs> Chucky and Andy are really are really the only I don't, or, I don't okay, know if like well, with, with Andy I didn't really feel that he had like some sort of arc that's true that's a good point Chucky had like a really good arc he did like really. going from like the innocent AI toy to it's like a, uh, a killer doll yeah and the way that the, like the progression from him getting to, from point A to point B was really, really well done. It and that's really just was. An, an attribute to the writers. Yes, I completely agree. Like I brought up earlier, when uh, after the whole aftermath of uh, when Chucky uh, brings the knife to where the uh, the Andy and his friends are watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, um, and he accidentally cuts Andy, just his look of like disappointment before Andy closes the door and like how, you know, like he apologized and everything. You know, it, uh, like just like his character arc through this movie is like su- like amazing. Like Orion, you made me feel for a damn doll. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt this much for a doll since like Toy Story three. <laughs> no shit, but yeah, like with that scene, with him, you understood, like you got where he was coming from. He's like, I didn't, I don't. He doesn't know what her pain is. Yeah, or he doesn't understand. Like he just thought that they liked the violence and the gore and he didn't know that it was fake yeah he's just like there I to said, make his like owner a six happy year old that, that just kind of comes into being yeah he doesn't know what's real what's not so he thinks maybe that's all real and he's like i could do that <laughs> <laughs> and then he has like that betrayal moment when they deactivate him and i thought that the deactivation wasn't going to work I didn't either. And I was like, okay, now this is where they're going to get into like some sketchy-ass writing. But they didn't. They made it work really well. Yeah. 
And then he kind of got some more serial killer vibes off of the freaking creepy janitor. Who many people have pointed out looked strangely like Jack Black. A little he bit. He did. I thought <laughs> that at first, too. When he's just kind of standing, I'm like, I, I think I leaned over to you and I was like, is that Jack Black? <laughs> yeah, no, Jack Black has a lot more gray in his beard now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Jack Black still looks great for his age. Yeah, definitely. He does. Yeah, his arc was really, really he, good. He really was. Like, I don't really have a lot of problems with his arc. They the, did a great I job. I think the only issues that I had were at the end. Like, you, when he kind of became, like, the the sneaky. Like, the, I think that was the only part. Yeah, kinda he kind of just, like, jumped into that. Yeah. Like, you see how he gets to serial killer vibes, but I feel like there could have been, like, more of an innocent feel to it. Maybe, like, maybe he thinks that they're playing, like, hide-and-seek. He was actively hiding from Andy. Yeah. And that felt a little out of place. Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll give you that. So, other than that, yeah, I think the character development for Chucky was just damn near flawless. I completely agree. What are you thinking? Like in, I don't know. Would you go as high as a 95, or would you think maybe it's a 90? I think it's somewhere in the middle. 92? I think 92. Yeah. It was, like, perfect for it. All right, music. This is uh, where the movie really freaking shines, too. Dude, just like I brought up to you, and this is just like uh, how – this truly shows how amazing Bear McCreary is. Uh, that scene where the guy uh, at the beginning, when he raises up the Buddy doll, the music that kicks in during that is just amazing. And even the music that's playing during when he's, you know, like changing everything, just uh, – and, like, the updated version of the original Child's Play theme, like, it feels, like, so much more kiddish. Like, you hear all these, like, childlike instruments. Like, I loved the soundtrack so much. It was, oh, so good. Absolutely. The the Buddy song that Mark Hamill yeah. sings, he did two different renditions for the end credits, and they were both freaking d- different levels of creep. Yeah. The first one, he sang it normal. Cause yeah, like, just like a normal like happy tune. Cause in that one, at the end, he says, "I'll be yours till the day that I die." Right. And then in the uh, demented one, he says, "I'll be yours till the day that you die." <laughs> and he laughs at the end of that one. Yeah. So with both renditions of the song, because even when he was like singing it at the beginning, it had a very menacing tone. It to did. It. Yeah. And that just goes to show how good. Mark Hamill is. Mark Hamill can sing. Damn right. Well, that's strong. okay for for. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Okay for a kid's song. Is that better? Fair. Okay. So like yeah, the music was really well used. I don't think there was anything that like stood out like a ton, other than like the Buddy song. That and uh, the um, Chucky is. Bo- I think it's Chucky's born. Chucky's song. born. Yeah. It's the whole theme that's playing when the guy's mount, uh, changing all the yeah, codes. That on. one was just that one really stood out to me. Very, very tense. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe eight or nine for music. I'd give it a nine, actually. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This all is right. where it's gonna hit its low. This is where it's gonna hit real hard. The effects. They were <sighs> the biggest 
the biggest one that we what we've talked about. It was the animatronics. They take some getting used to. They but really do. Throughout, they're pretty consistent and they're not great. I mean, in a way, he is an AI robot, so you kind of got to give a little leeway. But in some instances, I'm just like, it's still a little sketchy for me. Right. Or spotty. So, I. So other than that. There were when what's his face Shane falls down and breaks his legs. Yeah. Yes, that was gruesome, but the way that his bone like they could have not done the bones. Yeah. Coming out because that felt very cartoony. <laughs> so I I got a dock for those. Okay. Everything else when with the skin head, that was freaking top notch shit. Like that <laughs> yeah. really looked like Shane. <laughs> That was, that was quite disturbing. Oh, that was beyond disturbing, dude. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. So, because like, that, like, there are bonus points in that for that. Yeah. <laughs> just that little prop alone. I agree. Holy shit. <laughs> like, I would not be surprised if, what's his face, the pug or whatever his face was. Yeah, it was pug. I would not be surprised if him throwing up was not was a real reaction. Yeah, right. Because that was just disturbing. That really was. It was like, damn, okay. Yeah, and what freaked me out the most is that it didn't look fake. It did not. Yeah, no. Like they, the they killed the de- actor. <laughs> <laughs> the makeup department really stepped up their game with that death. They're like, all right, like they probably just went like, hey. So makeup department, all you're doing is like cuts bruises, and then they come back and they're like, "Actually, we need this this face done, done." <laughs> yeah. Dude, if I was like the director and they brought that to me, I'm like, "Where, where, where's the actor for Shane?" <laughs> like that was just crazy realistic. It was. <laughs> but. Like we said, the animatronics are what kill it here. Yeah. So, what are you thinking? I'm at like a five or a six. This is out of a hundred. Oh, it's out of a hundred. I'm sorry. Uh, like a sixty. Sixty. Yeah. What do you think? It, the 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 creepy Shane face was not enough to save this. <laughs> And then, like I said, also docking for the the bones breaking. Yeah. Everything else was like really just on point. Yeah. So I'm I'm willing to give it maybe a, a couple points higher. Maybe like sixty three. Okay, I'll give you that. All right, costumes. Um, nothing real crazy special. Yeah, I mean the look of the look of Chucky, like his costume and everything, it looked great. It did. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, so I mean the uh uh when they're doing the uh release of Buddy 2, the uh Buddy to the Buddy costume that the clerk is wearing, that was oh my gosh, that was disturbing. Freaking cheap. <laughs> yeah. So if that counts as a costume, I'm thinking like 7. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I feel so bad for that little girl like when Chucky stabs him in the oh neck God. and she takes it off and just blood just squirts all over her face and body. I'm like well, she's going to be traumatized for the rest of her life. Yeah, exactly. 
Hope you're okay with parent uh, paying years of therapy, mom and dad, because that's what's gonna take. All right, so for the genre grade, this is a like a horror thriller movie. Uh, where where are you sitting at? Um, on it had really good kills. Um, like I said, Chucky looked great. Very creative kills. It was very very creative kills, which I really appreciated. Um, not really that many scares. I never really got scared. I appreciated the I, hell out of that. I did too. The whole well, uh, I appreciate it for maybe different reasons. Well, yeah, I know you did. Because <laughs> I'm a little. Well, I, I just I appreciated that there were no like cheap jump scares. That's what I appreciated. Yeah, uh, this was just like like a terror. The whole like scaring Shane thing with like Chucky's face that was funny. That was funny as shit. <laughs> and I, that was like a jump scare that was well deserved. Yeah. And even it wasn't even that much of a jump scare. We knew it was coming. Yeah, but you still kind of got a little. It was jittery. more Shane's reaction yeah. that scared me. Yeah, same. Um, I don't know. I want to say like like an 85? Uh, I'm thinking more 80. 80? Yeah. Can we meet in the middle? 82. 82? I can give you 82. All right. All right. And then that brings our final score or grade to... A B. Bad at all. Yeah, but sitting at an 83.4%. And I think that's well-deserved. I definitely agree. Um, really there were definitely some issues, definitely with the effects. Yeah. Um, like the costumes, I mean, we graded, but that was just mainly because of the, the mascot person. Yeah. Everything, like the, the costumes are just real basic. As far as remakes go, this is probably the, my favorite one I've seen. Same here. I think they just. I think they revamped Chucky. Yeah, which I really appreciate. I still love the original series. Like, I can't wait to see what Don Mancini does with the TV series. I'm kind of scared though a little bit after Cult of Chucky's ending. Um, but I really hope that this movie continues to be successful because I want to see more in this entry of Chucky. I do too. I think it would be really cool if they did like a Chucky versus Chucky. They actually did an animated thing of that on YouTube. I'll have to oh, send you the so link. Cool. It's not really like them versing each other. It's just them talking, but it's really funny. Um, That's cool. But what I find funny is Orion can't call it Child's Play 2 since Universal owns the rights to that name. Dumb. But if they make uh, Child's Play 4, they can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Considering they called the fourth one Bride of Chucky. So they can do that. They just can't make Child's Play 2 or 3. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that. Oh. Sorry, I no. I just want to. This is just funny. Um, do you think they could do instead of like the number two? Do you think they could just two just do two lines and get away with it? Probably not. Damn it. Well, it's worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that concludes this episode or this breakdown of agree. Child's Play, and it was a good movie. It I, was. I, I would recommend. I really would. Definitely. Go check this out. Like it is not as, it's not horrible like everyone thought. It's re it's good. It really is. Absolutely. But yeah. So if you like this episode, want to check out more, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or Spotify, or just 
If you think that we might be on somewhere that you listen to podcasts, listen to us there. Yeah. We, I'm not picky. Um, you can also check out all of our content on YouTube. New videos will be headed your way soon. Something very special will be heading your way soon. Hells yes. Might be a few weeks, but we'll it's coming. Out. Hell yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the all bros. We are on Twitter at the all bros and now on Instagram. Oh yeah. At just the all bros. Right? Not, not, no, it's just at the all bros. Yeah. Sorry. Not at just the all bros. Sorry. <laughs> That's confusing. Thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah. So. Yeah, go follow us on Instagram. We're going to try and figure some stuff out with Instagram yeah. that we think you guys might like. Yeah, we're so going to try to have some fun with it. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. And then maybe we'll get a little bit more creative with what we do on Facebook as well. Yeah. But, yeah, if you guys have something you want us to discuss in the next episode or a movie that we should see, be sure to email us at channel at gmail.com. Or we got a form that you can fill out on our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the Ombros. And we hope to hear from you guys. Um, not quite sure what we're doing next week. So I won't tell you what we're doing yeah. next week. Stay tuned. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Ombros podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Bye. I, I, I didn't feel Herbert. I'm sorry. You didn't feel that? No, nah, I didn't. I'm sorry. Bummer. I know. Whole episode's just ruined now. <laughs> I ruined it all. Well, this episode went to shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's ruined it all. I'll make up for it in next week's episode. Okay. Dude, I'll, I'll just read like a whole monologue as Herbert. There we go. Well, cool. We don't have that many listeners anyway. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hurtful.